Oh, you know, just a kicker before we really get into this. Bruh. This chick tried to call me feminine for showering every day. Oh, yeah. I was so mad. Like, I was so mad. So, I asked her, well, how often do you shower? Oh, twice a week. I'm like, ugh. Twice a week? In the, in the words of Farrakhan, her booty hole stink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that nigga said that. Bro. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I, hey, I'm not going to dispute that. Hey, hey look, man. twice a week. I mean, I, I'll just say, bro, I, like, I really had to do some deep thinking that day. Because I'm like, nah, it's normal. Thanks, bro, thanks, thanks to Hollywood, it's normal. Yeah, sadly. Sadly, you hear a lot of famous folks talk about that shit where it's, like, oh, it's, it's terrible where your skin is. Look, to, to the listeners, you know, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Sometimes I be wanting to wear a GoPro every day just so you guys can see and hear what I go through on a daily basis. Because, boy, I could probably have a whole YouTube series, just a point of view. Of Devontae's life. That would actually be interesting. Because <laughs> when you told me that, I was just like, what does this bard look like? He's not cute. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just like, because I don't know any pretty woman that showers twice a week. Exactly. Like none. Ever. <laughs> Disgusting. So I'm just kind of like, yeah. <sighs> anyway, so... Um, <laughs> What's going on, you beautiful people? Old Head and the Young Podcast, episode 13. Um, you would get a what it do, baby, but um, yeah, I'm a little too tired for that. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It's, it's been a tough week. <laughs> yeah, and ironically, it, it's like, it's so crazy, because like, Mondays already suck. Boy, this past month. Oh my god, like, it just got worse and worse and worse and worse, like, you know, I did want to touch on this, um, and thank god the report just came out today that, uh, Lamar Hamlin, his responses, you know, uh, they said, you know, it's still a tough condition, but, you know, he's showing a lot of better signs now, so, that was definitely good to hear today. Um... And I know you said you would uh, watch the highlights of what happened during the uh, Bills and Bengals game. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like I, I tell people, I've been telling people all week. Like, bro, watching it live was arguably one of the scariest things I've ever seen on TV in quite a long time. Because it's like it, it's you don't see stuff like that, especially in sports. And, like, just hearing about the whole situation, like, bro, like, that was just, like, so nerve-wracking to hear. Like, because at that point, it's like, you know, like, don't get it twisted. I was super excited to watch that game. I'll be the first to tell you. I really wanted to watch that game. Probably one of the first football games in a while I've actually been excited for. But then seeing that, 
and then seeing just how uncomfortable everyone was like broadcast wise on TV like they don't know what to do it's like raw like I pretty much just had to turn everything off like had to get off social media and all that because people were talking crazy like it was just crazy man so I don't I mean I I don't know I guess I just looked at it that was it was just a freak accident oh yeah you saw what he was doing I mean the dude was running the ball and he tried to tackle but the guy ran into him and they both went down so it was just kind of like it was gonna something was gonna happen either way oh yeah but I mean, I just think that it's it's just this era, man. Because it's like if you watch football in the '90s, shit like that was happening almost every other game. Oh, yeah. And right. it's just like now, I mean, people are shocked when stuff like that happens, and it's just like, dude, it's football. Like it's it's contact. Uh, I mean, you you never know. I mean, you running you running the football is a is a coin flip. Oh yeah. Somebody's either gonna take you out or. I mean, you could run into someone else and take them out. I mean, it's you never know. So, oh, yeah, nice that. I mean, it's it's definitely a. It it was definitely shocking to see how it happened, like because you know it, after the hit, they both go down, they both get up, and then he just like falls back down, and it's just kind of like <coughs> shit. Like the way he fell down, it was like, man, like is he out? Like was that like delayed reaction? Like, I mean, that that was what I thought. Oh, yeah, I thought it was just a concussion. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because he he jumped up like everything was cool, and then he just fell back down, and it was like, whoa, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, something something else is going on here. But the no no helmet-to-helmet contact was what really threw me off. Yeah. At first, I was just like, okay, did they, like, bump heads? Did he, you know, knock himself out? But it's just like, oh, he, he caught that, uh, he caught that perfect that perfect shot to the to the center mass, and I mean, it's it's not a common occurrence. Yeah, but to it get, can get, happen. Get hit there, you know, because it's it's you don't hit people center mass like that. Yeah, no one aims for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like when it happens, it's like it almost has to be properly placed. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now it's like I like I told you though in our group chat with Tim, like what really bugged me was you know you had these conservatards out here talking about oh it's because of the vaccine. See this is why you shouldn't get the vaccine. Like bro, how do you know that? And two, why is that your initial thought? Like literally, this dude is on the verge of death, and that's your first thought <laughs> like come on bro like for yeah. real and on top of that you got skip bayless tweeting what oh, he's bro like, let me tell you you know what let's talk about this i think shannon gonna lose think so i think it like i think this is honestly the boiling point right here because i don't know if you uh saw like the first episode uh when he came back after he skipped that one um, day after the whole Hamlin situation happened. Oh yeah, I, I saw the I saw the the show. Yeah, like I I watched that show. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah like I think uh, Shannon might. Shannon was a little he was a little pissed. Oh, can you blame? Oh, not at all. But I mean, it, it was just you've never seen him like that, and oh. it was just kind of like. Well, I, I mean, it's like, 
you you go from Stig trying to say that he's jealous of Tom and all of that and basically calling him a bum to you know him tweeting you and him just saying like just trying to give his opening monologue just saying hey I wish he wouldn't have tweeted it and I hope he takes it down and then, well see if he would have just been like I'm not gonna take it down I stand on what I said then it, he would have been like, well, okay, well, that's fine. But well, no, that's exactly what Skip said. But the well, problem no, was he interrupted him. The fact, no, it's not even that. He said he said what he said, but then he kept trying to, like, go on. Yeah. And it's like if he would have just stopped at that, then it might not have been as dramatic. But yeah, then again, I mean, it's tea. It's yeah. like, you know, you never well, I mean, the problem is tension is already high at that point. I mean, literally, like, Shannon literally lost his brother, like, being paralyzed sure. standing on the field. So, you already know that's a tense subject going in. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, it's like, honestly, at this point, it's just, I'm just glad dude's, like, showing signs of, you know, recovery. And, you know, that's, I think, the best thing, the best news we could have gotten at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm curious, you know, for the, the like, every, the, like, the whole report to come out. You know, like what actually happened. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, later we get in the news that uh, Ken Block passed away, man. Well, that was definitely under the fence. Yeah. And um, for for those that don't know, because I know a, a lot of people that listen to us, y'all aren't car people. I'll put it to you like this: um, that, like, sadly, his death literally shook. The entire car industry. Oh, 100%. Like, that's what's so... That's just how great of a person Ken Block was. I mean, how pivotal he was for the industry, car culture. Like, literally, he was that dude of our culture, for real, for real. And... Yeah, he was, for sure. I mean, if, if you... I remember when he first started the whole Gymkhana thing, and it, I mean, it swept the nation. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody was trying to do that shit. Yep. Even then, his, his rally racing, too, like, dude was a dog, man. I mean, they made a, they made the whole Gymkhana thing, like, an actual, like, sport. Yeah. All because of, of him. Like, that, the, the, you see it on TV. Mm-hmm. And they build the cars and they do like the Gymkhana courses and stuff like that, like in, against each other. And it's, I mean, we would have never had that if it wasn't for him. Like, he was the one who started that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He made wearing monster energy drink clothes cool. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, that co founder of Hoonigan. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, because when he first started driving, he was driving for Subaru. Yep. And um, shout out my man, Joe, man. Back in Ohio, uh, man, Joe, I met Joe, I was probably, what, 21, 22, and Joe was like 17, he had a STI, he had a 07 STI, and every time I saw him at a car meet, he had on monster clothes, <laughs> every time, bro, I'm just like, man, this dude is really into this whole, like, monster energy drink shit, but... He drove a Subaru, so it was normal. Oh, like, yeah. a lot of the cats that drove Subarus was on that wave. <laughs> uh, all because of Ken Block. 
You know, it was crazy, too, because, um, yeah, it, next day at work, uh, we were talking about it, and I'm like, bro, like, honestly, that was one of the, like, I guess you would say celebrity uh, deaths that actually can hit me hard, because I just met him at this past funeral that we went to, so it, it was kind of tough to hear, because, like, dang, bro, like, literally, this dude was, like, literally one of my inspirations for So it, it was kind of yeah, tough to hear, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, because by the time Kenny Block actually started, he was just famous. Oh, yeah. He was, I, was, I was already groomed. Exactly. I think I was, what, like 20? I think. Maybe yep. 2021 when he, like, started to build a name. So, I was, yeah, I was already groomed. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a shame, man. But. RIP to him, you know, to his family, prayers to y'all, man. I know y'all going through it right now. Yeah. I hope his daughter keeps him clean. Yeah. I mean, she, she is. Oh, she's talented. She is, yeah, she's she very is. talented. She's driving the hell out of that unicorn. I was just like, damn, I was just like, she's driving like that already? Oh, yeah, man. Like, he, he is like, just, just hey, watching him. Hey, it runs in the blood, man. Yeah, I mean, you saw, like, I, I don't know if you watched the, the this verse. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that episode. It's like, I mean. Yeah, I was surfing out because I was like, why is she driving? And then I found out because of his deal with uh, Audi and all that, he couldn't uh, drive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, just to, just to watch, like, how happy he was at, like, how good of a driver she is. It's just like, yeah, that, that was definitely something that I think would have kept going. Like, even, you know, if he, if he would have, you know, would have still been around, I mean, he would have definitely had her driving more, so I, I hope she keeps that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. R.I.P. to him, man. Yeah, rest in peace to him, man. Man. So, let me ask you, um, because this is a situation... That I stumbled across. And ironically, you had this same thing happen to you in the car scene. Um, you know, some of these car club groups, some of them be having, like, outrageous, like, rules to join or stay in. Oh, man, these fucking cars. Don't even get me started on that shit, too, man. I, that, man... Not only have I had it happen to me, but I've seen it happen to a lot of other people that I know. And, dude, I don't understand it. Like, I don't, I mean, I've even had friends start their own car clubs. And then they kind of, you know, put these rules in place. And I'm like, why would anyone want to join their club if they're going to have to do this shit? It's like, it's supposed to be about fun. You know, it's supposed to be about the, the whole diverse movement of, oh, you got this, but I don't have that. Or you like to do this with your car, but I like to do this with mine. You know, it's supposed to be like all of the joining of hands, so to speak. But it's like when you implement these rules, you're basically just wanting people to do the same shit you do. 
mm-hmm. to join your crew, and it's like, what, what, where's the fun in that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, really, I've only ever really been in one, like, car club, and even then, like, like I told you, like, I only had to pay for my sticker, which that was understandable. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you're actually purchasing something. Yeah, like, that's a pretty understandable case. Other than that, yeah, I didn't have to do anything. Plus, also, like, I think I kind of got some leeway with everything because I was only 86 at the time. It was, it was this group called Psychotic. Which is basically all Scion club. I know. I was I, I was the only uh, FRS in there, so it's like I, I kind of got a little bit of leeway. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, like I don't really get it, bro. Like the whole like, oh, you have to be uh, flush uh, to be in the group. Oh, you have to be static, or you have to. You can't be on badge, coils only, like, to me, I'm like, what the fuck does it matter? I mean, I, that, like, that, you know, oh, for, <coughs> for the listeners, I'll explain my situation so they kind of get the gist. Um, I had a bunch of friends, uh, this is when I was still living on the East Coast, um, I had a bunch of homies that were, um, part of India. like you should join join the crew because we used to hang out at Carby's like all the time so I was you know real cool with these guys and um, I was like you know what okay because I'd never been in a like an actual club before you know it was usually just me and my friends we yeah. ended up just hanging out so I was like you know what fuck it why not and then the dude uh, they introduced me to the chapter lead and you know he was a pretty cool guy I'd seen him around and stuff, but I'd never like, actually had a full-blown conversation with the dude. And, you know, he's like, yeah, if you want to join, you know, you have to do this, that, this, and this. But, um, now my car was lowered, but it wasn't, like, slammed on its nuts. This dude's like, you gotta be hella flush. Slammed. Cambered out. Like, that type of shit. And I was just like, bro, no. I'm like, I'm not hella flushing my car. I'm just like, this thing actually makes real horsepower. I'm not gonna hella flush my car so that I can't put the power down and then the car is gonna be fucking useless. It's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I've always been a function over form kind of guy, you know? It's like, I'm, I'm a performance-minded enthusiast and I'm like, hella flush does not enhance my performance so I'm not gonna do it. Exactly. I need as much contact patch on the ground as I can get and you want me to camber my car so that half of my tire isn't even on the ground I'm like that the fuck with that I'm not doing that it's like well you know if you want to join you have to you gotta do something like that and I'm just like nah I'm good bro like no disrespect but I ain't doing that shit like I'm cool and that's the kind of you know the stigma that you gotta deal with and it's like whatever the hottest trend is at the time is what everyone's gonna be doing so they're gonna want more of those types of cars in their crew now moving out here it's like a whole different ball game because there is like so many like little small car clubs everywhere 
and half teams. Right, the street teams, and half of them don't even like their cars aren't even like like real cars. Yeah. They're like what did what did uh my boy Lyndon and them like to say? They're like everyday traffic cars. Mm-hmm. That's they just they just put stickers on their shit and come yeah. out with car meets. And, and it's like, like uh, okay. I said too. Um, but I don't knock them because I mean they're having fun. Yeah. So let them know, do what they like, do. I say this kind of like in a sense halfway. Like there's a point where it's like, well, when do we actually draw the line on what is a good and what's not a good? I mean, to me, honestly, I think that nowadays and even back even back in the day too, it was like that. You know, you have like a handful of mods on your car, but it was that was a it was a, a more more so a build in progress. Right. You know, you see guys come to the meets. They get wheels. This is in uh, in high school. They'd have like wheels, cut springs, uh, intake that they bought from AutoZone. Um, they cut their muffler off and weld a tuner muffler on it from AutoZone. And the car sounded cool, and it was low because the springs were cut, and it had a nice set of wheels on it, and that was a build. Like, that was normal. That was, you know, I mean, obviously it wasn't finished, but it was, you know, it was it was enough to get you in the door. You know, you'd roll up to a meet with that, people wouldn't, you know, they would, they would automatically assume, like, oh, okay, he's doing some shit. So it's like it didn't really have to be anything crazy. As long as it, as long as the car looked modified, that was like the the whole point. So it's like you did, you just didn't want to roll up to a meet in a car that looked stock. It's like if you came up to the to the to the meet in a car that looked like it was modified, even if it was little small shit, it was modified, and that's all that really mattered. It's like that's all anybody cared about back then. Yeah, and I mean, heck, I'll, I'll even say this like. When I was kind of running with AZ86 heavily, like, I kind of got to a point being in there where I didn't even really want to touch that car anymore because pretty much everything had been done. So I'm like, I didn't want to feel like I was just copying somebody and shit. See, that, that, that to me, I felt like that years ago because I was a big Honda guy. And it's just like, shit, everything had been done with Hondas, like, when I was in high school, I used to read a lot of uh, car magazines back then, yeah. Super Street, mm-hmm. 14, or all that shit, and that's all, it was in those magazines was Hondas, oh, and yeah. I mean, you saw everything, it was all done, everything's done, so I mean, the only thing you can do is uh, just pick the stuff that you like and do what you like, Oh yeah. you know, it's like, if, if somebody else has it, oh well, I mean, that's yeah. everyone's gonna have it. Oh yeah, but I, at the end of the day, bro, like, I don't tell anybody what to do with their car. That's their money, not mine. Oh, I don't 100%. have the right to do that. I mean, I, if someone asks my opinion or advice exactly. or something, I'll give it to you, but I'm not going to tell you, like... Yeah, I'm not going out of my way. Right. I'm not going to just walk up and be like, hey, you need to do this, this, and that, or your shit is whack. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, it, It's a thing I say about... Uh, Teammate, um, even the street team, bro. Like, they're just too mean. Eh. Or Honestly, it's like, the only reason that I will say that having a lot of those street teams is somewhat beneficial 
just because they throw heat. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'll be like a bunch of different different little teams will get together and be like, hey, let's throw a meet, and they'll do it. It's like the big boy teams that come out, though, they God, don't fucking throw meat. They don't give a fuck. Like, they don't really care about going out. That's the one thing that I will say about out here that's different is, uh, other than my brothers in the Section 8 League, there isn't that many, like, well, okay, we'll say the Section 8 crew, and then, like, my homeboys that I told you about just in that group, that car group that I've talked talk to all the time. Still waiting on the invite. <laughs> they all, like, those guys, between those two groups, those guys will go out. Uh, I will say, Moon Performance, they do. I never see those guys anywhere. Nah, they're, they're out there. They're like, I've gone, I've, Heck, been, I've been to a few with them. <laughs> I mean, I've seen them at, like, but I'm talking about like like at a street meet. I've never seen yeah, any of those I'll, guys at a street meet. Ever. Yeah, I was just with them uh, a few months ago. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm not saying that they don't do Yeah, it, you I mean, just I, not seeing I've them. Yeah, that's fair. I've never posted tr- Trust me, they, they be out there. I mean, they have to. I mean, they, they building cars that go fast. I mean, they got to rep it somehow. They got to be out there doing something. So I'm like, I'm sure they do go out, but I've never seen them. Hey, it's like I said, though, in our last episode, just wait till I get back in the game, man. I've got something. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't wait for that day to happen. I, like, I, I, need, I need to see you driving something that's not automatic. I got to see it. It's got to happen. Well, you tell him, dog. Sorry, I'll tell, tell that, uh, that Corvette. Today and like, oh really? Like, this is okay. Like, okay, that thing was kind of a pain to drive, but still, I'm like, man, like. Oh, you said that the clutch went right in it. So yeah. What is it? A car you guys are gonna sell? Nah, nah. Somebody just ran it in for service. Man, they need to get that fixed. Man. Yes, they do. And so, um, this was. I don't know if you had uh, been on the Divergent meme page recently. I was doing that whole, like, blurry of stories for a minute. Which one was it? Well, to to, uh, explain a little more thoroughly. Uh, You know what? I'm just going to do that. Sneaker fetish. The YouTube guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that, yeah. So he posted a tweet. And you know what? Just for fun, I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> because it was like, oh yeah, why not? Or what? What do Greg and them call them? Sneaker detectives? Oh god. <laughs> uh, he said, and I quote: "So many sneaker videos on YouTube are starting to look and sound the exact same now." Let me, let me just say this. I'm not hating on dude. You know, kudos to him for building his following because I, I understand. It takes a lot of work to do that. Yeah. I, I tell you and Tim about it all the time. It's not easy. <laughs> Here's my only problem with him saying that. But he, I mean, well, yeah, hang on, hang on. Let, let me just say this. How are you going to try to diss people but you're contradicting your statement because you add on to it 
Like this algorithm and all that about stuff being the same that you're talking about, you literally do it too, boy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I was about to get into that. I was just like, bro, <laughs> like, like you're, you're over here preaching to the choir, my man. It's just like we all know that, and you're you're a part of it. Exactly. You're you're one of those. So it's just like, what do you? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't come out and talk shit about something that you're doing. It's just like, come on, dog. Like, oh yeah, what? I remember when I first started getting into YouTube, you know, like, I'll be the first to, I was doing riffs and all that, but I wasn't doing, like, you know, these hype sneaker riffs, like, I was doing, like, oh, like, most, like, underrated sneakers under $100, you know, top 10 women's sneakers, like, I I was doing stuff that was a little different, because it's like, hey, like, the best sneaker that's on the sale rack right now, yeah, like, hey, I don't have money to get all these high shoes. I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all. I don't have money like that, and I'm not going to just go get new airs for, for a video. Now, what kind of hype sneakers are we talking about here? Hype sneakers like what? Like, what What? What is, what, what do you mean? Nigga, you know exactly what I mean. I mean, there's a bunch of hype shit, because, I mean, if we're talking any well, hype now, shit, my guy, you Cusco, I don't really watch anymore. 
it, like ass off to you, dude. You know, respect all of his success and all that. He's just kind of corny to you. I, I never really got into him. Uh, yeah, shit. <laughs> I watched Tony D. Yeah, Tony D. Like, see, Tony Tony D is I've I've been watching him. Oh, the thing is, though, he evolved. Like, he that really was did. Good. I, I, I remember watching Tony back when he was doing rips. He was doing rip reviews mm. back in, like, 2012 or some shit like that. Like, he, he's been around the game for a minute. Oh, yeah. Because I back then, I used to watch. Um, that was how I started finding out about how the rip game worked. Oh, really? Oh, so, so, yeah. Like, him, uh, my man Rob. Um, was it Zaya? Uh, well, there was a couple other cats uh, that used to do them, and that was when you first started, you know, really seeing the seeing videos of them because you didn't really, you know, no one really had them like that. Mm-hmm. And then one of my friends in um, that I was cool with, like we was actually around, we used to chill and shit. He actually got into them, so he would be buying them, and then I got to see them in hand. I mean, he, he had, like, rips back in, like, 2013. I got you. That was looking like the shit that's out right now. Oh, wow. Like, 98 percenters? Yeah. He had wow. 98 percenters back then. And huh. I'm just kind of like, damn, like, and, this, so, is, this is a rip? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one homie, he had posted um, a response. He actually messaged it to me. Um, he said, well, the problem is you have all these, you know, people trying to basically play like they're influencers, like basically act like they got it. And it's like, they're basically contributing to the whole keep up with the Joneses mentality. Oh, 100%. And I'm like, no, that that's a fact. But then Warren had hit me up and he's like, but here's the problem though. This is why I disagree with that point. Nobody wants to see reality. And I'm like, that's actually not a, a bad point either. Like that's 100% a fact. Oh no, that's you watch YouTube to escape from reality. Right, I was about to get into that when I was talking about the whole UA thing. Like the UA thing is, it's it's a way for people, like you said, to keep up with the Joneses. Exactly, because they can get that. Exactly, it's there. And keep in mind, I think we both pretty much said like we don't really care if you wear UA. It's just the fact of like if you start trying to pass them off as real. It's like, okay, that's when the issue comes into effect. It's like, why, See, for me, like, who are you trying to impress? Like, for me, honestly, I look at it like this. I'm just like, there is no real or fake sneakers. Especially when it comes to, like, a 98%er versus a retail pair. Because it's the fucking same thing. Well, it's like, it, even the retail pairs are basically 98%. But crazy enough, fucking a lot of these retail shit. Oh, yeah. These so, retail pairs are starting to look worse than these UAs. Exactly. Now. The quality control is fucking terrible. So it's like, is, is, is a retail pair really perfect? No, it's not. Oh, it's yeah. not even close. It just, we only specify it as a retail pair. Because, because you, you buy it at the store. Exactly. That's you got that receipt exactly. that is allowed to sell it. That is the only thing that makes that shoe what it is is the fact that you bought it at a Foot Locker or Champs or whatever, yeah. wherever you shop at. Yeah, it's like I was just telling somebody because I had to help uh, a homie at work um, get some candy dunks for his daughter because she really wanted some. So I'm like, bro, I got you, bro. Because 
I thought he was like, like, what do you think my chances are getting him? Like, you're not getting him. <laughs> like, heck, I can barely get him. I was amazed I actually got him. Yeah, I've never tried. <laughs> I, I never, I never even put my name in the hat. Bro. Yeah. So, um, he doesn't know, but I actually had to rebuy the fish. I bought him on go. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he doesn't know I did that. <laughs> but um, I was telling him my like crazy thing because he was asking me about getting fixed, and I'm like, it. I told him like it wouldn't be a bad route to go, but it's like he's really trying to get into it. It's like how old is his daughter? She's like high school. Ah, yeah. So it's like I told I told him that's not the best route. Honestly, though, What's it. Like, Probably the best one. You think so? I got a homie uh, back east. His son is uh, in eighth grade, I think. Hmm. I think he's in eighth grade. He's either eighth or ninth, but I think he's eighth grade. Okay. And his son has friends that wear UAs hmm. because they can get whatever they fucking want. Oh, that's how you were one. I it, didn't think about and that. It's affordable. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's actually. like they're fucking kids. Bro. All right, I'm retracting my statement. They're just gonna go fuck the shoes up anyway, yeah. mostly, or either that, or they're gonna outgrow them. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, his friends buy UAs. Yeah, because I mean, it's cheap and it looks the same, and no one's gonna know. I, I will say with uh, <laughs> my homie's daughter's case, I mean, she's pretty much on the road, man. She what a, well, girl, she she girl, guys, I guess she had told uh, him um, like, oh, I'm only gonna for special occasions. I'm like, pandas? I'm like, shit out of those. Exactly. But things every day. It, it's funny because I was telling them, like, see, problem is, like, you know, sneakerheads, like, we're so, like, oh, I would never wear uh, reps and all that, but it's like, I guarantee you half of us don't know, um, like, if our shoes are reps or not. Like, you really don't know how to legit check. I mean, but there that. But even that's getting tougher. Yeah. The, le- the legit check to me. See, honestly, I don't think legit checking exists. Oh yeah. I think it's all bullshit. Cause I mean, you could pull like we were saying earlier that the, these UAs is there. These ninety eight percenters, they're there. Oh yeah, it's like that video we did with the Jordan Eleven. Right. Like it took us a minute to actually figure out what we had to fine tooth comb that motherfucker, and even still, it was like you <laughs> never know. Exactly. And it's the same thing, like with the legit checkers. Like half of these, we've seen as the videos of that one, uh, uh, the eBay shit. Yeah, she. It takes her literally like like a minute to legit check a shoe, and it's like, come on now, like, no, that that shit doesn't exist. I'm just like, cause a lot of these UAs nowadays have gotten everything right, like. Even the retail pairs will fail a legit check these days. Yeah. So I'm just like, if the damn, like, okay, prime example. I took a pair of shoes to a resale store. Motherfucker told me my shoes were fake. The Foot Locker receipt was in the fucking box. And he's like, these are fake, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? There's a receipt. Like, how is it fake? I literally bought it at Foot Locker. The receipt is right there in the box. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Bro. I was like, I wanted least, to punch that dude in the 
I, I know who he was. What do you mean it's fake? <laughs> I know who it was. <laughs> so it's like, if you can't, if you got people doing shit like that, then how are you legit checking anything? Exactly. Like, it, no, that shit doesn't exist. It's it's a ploy to make money. It's like, yeah. it's not, that is not a thing. Because when did, when did this so-called legit checking even become a thing? Like In the roughly, last, what, four years? Yeah. Three, four years? It's like before that, no one even knew anything about what nothing. No one cared about that mm-hmm. shit. It's like the only way that we would so-called legit check was if you saw um, if you saw a cat that had on some fake shoes from like my era. Like the SpongeBob Jordans and shit. Like, okay, that that's fake. You could tell from across the street that those fakes were fake. I mean, the colors would be off, the materials would be weird. I mean, who the fuck does they had they had clear Jordans, bro? <laughs> they never released any clear Jordans. You remember the clear Air Force Ones? Oh yeah. Yeah, they had Jordans like that. Fakes. And they had the SpongeBob Jordans, and they had all these cartoon characters and shit. They had the Gucci Jordan Eights and all of this other madness. And it's just like, okay, you know so, that was fake. To go back <laughs> to uh, Skinker YouTube, and you know, I wanted I, so Warren's point. I kind of broke it down to him like this. It's like, well, <sighs> me having Christina Dunst, for example. We we all know how much they are. I'm not ashamed to tell people how much I paid for them. But it's like... Exactly. (laughs) But here's the point, though. Like, you know, people say they don't want to see reality. Problem is, if I didn't tell you the price, like, y'all would... Like, some people would swear, I got it like that. And it's like... I mean, people think I got it like that. And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking pay resale for shit. But but thing is though, like I I tell people all the time, like bro, like I'm one of the most like straight up dudes ever. Like I don't hit on it for retail, and I'm just like over it. (laughs) Like I I don't sit here and try to act like I got it like that. I'm that dude. Like I tell you straight up, like nah, bro. Like (laughs) honestly, that was probably the dumbest buy I've ever done. Like I'll be the first to tell you that. But did I want the shoes? Yes, I wanted them. So I got them. I mean, I come from a different era, so I mean, it, I my a dumb purchase for me was like <laughs> a dumb a dumb purchase for me was buying something for fucking resale when I was broke. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just like buying a pair of uh, yeah. buying a pair of phone pockets for like two fifty after tax, and I'm just like, but you, only, but you only have like four hundred dollars in the bank account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no cap. Like, yep. I, li- I literally had to survive, like, three weeks on, like, $100 because I wanted to buy a pair of phones. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. I was just like, yeah, that might not have been yeah. smart. You know, I will say, though, like, as to what can change for Sneaker YouTube, um, you know, I like to think we're trying to change it a little bit by doing something that's really different in a sense. I think it, it's all, it should just, like, the difference... Should just be something reality based. Exactly, like, and I think I, I think real that's what we're trying to do. You know, actually going to these stores. You know, 
asking the questions that people have asked for years, we're finally doing it. Sure. Or, you know, just talking to me, so it's like, hey, why did you start this? Well, I mean, that's for you to be on this, on that type of, like, that type of time is, is kind of funny to me just because I'm an old head. Like, that was shit we did when we were coming up in the game because that was when that was, it was that era. You know, when I was, you know, big and, well, I mean, I started being, like, big into sneakers as a young, young boy. But, you know, when I was in high school, that was when Flight Club kind of started. And, oh, yeah. You know, it was, you know, the late 90s. So, middle school into the 2000s and high school is when a lot of these, you know, like Flight Club and um, Atmos and all of these stores, you know, kind of started to catch up catch a, a, a name where they started to kind of like people would notice you mm-hmm. and that was what we did you know we would you know if we could go to a shoe store like that you know we would go and ask a lot of questions like damn that's crazy you know because back then it was rare you mm-hmm. didn't see it that often like sneaker boutiques now are on every other fucking corner oh yeah but back then like it wasn't like that like you you might have like one in your city if you were lucky Yep. But it was usually just one. Like growing up in um the Tidewater area, we had um Commonwealth. That was our sneaker boutique. Like that you know, they didn't have that everywhere. So I mean it was you know, it was like it was different. And it's just like in today's era, you know, there's you got what Everett Fashion Square, you got what fucking three of them in the mall say, alone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then you go to Arrowhead, you got Soul Play, you got Prime Cuts. So that's two of them in that mall right there. And what, uh, then you go to Desert Sky, you got uh, there's Braille Stop, Future, Future Reference, Reference and Braille Stop in there. So it's like now every mall has like at least a couple. You go to uh, Mills, you got Guest List, Future Reference, um, What's the other one? There's another one in there too, but there's there's a, like at least two or three of them mm-hmm. in every mall now. Oh, yeah. Like it, they used to not ever be in malls. Period. You know it's funny. <laughs> Some somebody had oh it was a Drake that works at a the shop with me or with Austin and me. Oh yeah. He, he told me so. I went into Fashion Square and he told me keep in mind I don't go to the mall very much so. I was a little um, kind of confused. There's like three of the same exact like resale stores you'd be going to in there. How are they all making money? And I'm like, oh, okay. Let me break this down for you, dog. <laughs> so <laughs> you go, you 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 start at one, you see a shoe you like, then you price match exactly. Or you, or you, you compare. Like you, you over here, like ah oh, man, they want. Three hundred. All right, let me set this down. Go to these other two, see what they charging. Eventually, you gonna find one that's a little cheaper, or you gonna be like, hey, like, this yeah. they got this over here for this much. Oh, we'll match that exactly. Yeah. Like, that, you know, <laughs> I mean, some, some free game for y'all, right? It's like, <laughs> it, but another thing about it, and why they like doing that. Is because you think about it, they got easy access at the mall. Mm-hmm. Because where the hell do you think that most of their shoes come from? Oh, yeah. Foot Locker, Champs, 
they go in there and buy all of the damn shoes up. Or like, it's like how Jordan release days of like how um fuck what was the name of the block? Like, okay, you go on Soul Play. Soul Play will have whatever released that day on deck in a full size run. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck do you think they get the shoes from? Hey. Like the dude and the dude in Prime Cut even told me that he got them from the footlocker. Oh, hey, I ain't knocking them either. I mean, they got them put in the footwork. I, I, it's easy access. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like can they, you they, really they, knock them at that oh, point? I'm, no, I'm, I'm not knocking them. I'm oh, I'm just saying some like, people try to. I'm like, bro, you can't. So why not open the stores yep. in the mall? Because it's like all you gotta do is just walk down the way mm-hmm. to the shoe store and be like. I want this, 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 and this because they know they can bring it in their store. Oh yeah, and then they can mark the price up. Yep. and make make some bread off of it. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, it's it's easier being in a mall for sure. Oh, trust me, I'm, I'm not knocking them. One hundred percent, and I mean that's that's basically what this this whole thing is about now. It's all about the ease of trying to fuck it. I'll say it. Y'all niggas is ripping people off. That's basically. Sadly, are some crazy ones here with it. Oh, people who buy from resellers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I ain't never bought shit out of a resale store. Well, no, no. Take that back. I was about to say, because I'm like, did I I watch you after a film session? (laughs) What? Buy buy something. (laughs) Yeah. The, The cool ring. <laughs> but I'm like, but he ain't in a mall though. That's so it's, it's like if whenever I'm going to a mall, I never buy shit at a resale store in a mall. That's fair. Plus, Ivan is our homie. Yeah, oh yeah, different. You know, yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's, I, that's, that's that's that is very different. You know, that's, that's the homie. Oh but yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, shout shout out to them. Go check out Pick and Roll Kit. It's like I'm not gonna go to no mall and buy something in a resale store. I I did one time. Under retail for the shoe, so that again is that don't count. It don't count. It's like I didn't, I didn't get like ripped off. I free play. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pay resale. For hey, it. that's fair, man. So I'm, I bought a pair of uh, Yeezy Quantums oh, yeah. like a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. I got the shoe for under retail. So I'll oh yeah, like, I can't really that. say if I bought. No, I actually haven't bought from one of the uh, mall retail stores. If I never have, I just that that one pair. Re- realistic. Remember, because I had oh, yeah, sold you, you my uh, dunks. Yeah, straight yeah, those easy. Yeah, but other than that, like, the only store I really buy from is Charles, for real, for real. Over at Legends. See, I would buy something from Charles, but he don't never have. He'll be having shit that I want, but he ain't got my size. Nah, well, it's like, <laughs> he talks about it all the time, which we'll touch on that on another episode. Um, But, bro, to uh, end off this whole sneaker YouTube thing, I'm sorry, but it's not really my thing. It's like, I mean, just pe- people, for, for those of y'all that want to do sneaker YouTube, just fucking be good. Exactly. Or 
I see, don't see people really doing that. We'll take example Tony D. Tony D has his his Tony D Too Wild channel where he does the same shit that everyone else does. But he's been doing that for exactly. a long time. So he he's he, an OG. He, he has he has a, a dedicated viewer base mm-hmm. that only watches that. But then he has his other channel, the Too Wild for TV channel, which is where I'm at most of the time, <laughs> where he does like live streams and he talks about other shit, like like real shit. And I actually enjoy that. Well, honestly, because though, it's more real. Here's an even better take. I, like I've been telling people, like Tony never had an actual authority brand, bro. They're we're regular people, just like anybody else. Well, majority of them can't talk about anything other than sneakers, man. That okay, yeah. That I, I will give you that. I have met a lot of sneakerheads that are like that. It's just like, what do you do outside of sneakers? And they're just like, uh. Like, it's probably with, with us being into so much different stuff, I think that's kind of what makes us interesting. Just the fact, like, you know, you put us anywhere, we could probably, like, engage in conversation about any topic. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so it's like, that's what I think makes us interesting. And that's why I said, even, like, that's why I enjoy uh, doing um, drinking tips a little bit now and sneaker talk. And here's another, some more free game for these YouTuber cats, sneaker YouTube people, or that want to do it. Showing off your sneakers on YouTube is not a flex. No, I agree. It's not. It really is. like, bro, I'm going to keep it above with you. I don't be caring about most of y'all's collections. Like, there's a couple that I'm like, you know, I like to see that at least you have a versatile collection. Sure. Like, uh, Morgan Sneaker Room, Gwen, um, uh, she's not really on YouTube, I don't believe, but, uh, Solution Moms, I believe that's her name on TikTok. Like, people like that, that, you know, have, like, you know, they have, like, the typical hype, like, Nikes and all that, but then, like, they got, like, some of the rarest, like, New Balances, some of the rarest Aces, like, Theodorus, Saccone, like, stuff like that. Like, that's actually a lot more cool for me to look at, because I'm like, you don't see it too much. Right. And, I mean, like I said, man, it's like, Showing off your sneakers is not a flex. It really is. Like, honestly, not trying to be that guy, but I got a pretty a pretty decent collection, I will say. And it's pretty diverse. I got a lot of different types of stuff. Like me, I'm more of like a basketball shoe person. So, I mean, I got a lot of different shit. Right. So, but I don't go around showing my shit all over the internet, though. Because I don't really care. It's not a flex. It's like... If you're going to be a, a internet personality or these, what do they call it, an influencer now, you got to be able, your, your biggest flex as an influencer should be able to connect with any type of person no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. You should be able to be comfortable in a room full of people that do this or people that do that. People yeah. that's got money, people that ain't got no money. You got to be able to, to talk to anybody. That should be your biggest flex as an influencer that is supposed to influence people. You should be able to influence any kind of person, not just somebody that likes sneakers. Like, that's not impressive nowadays. So, 
that's that's what I would say as as far as being on Seeker YouTube. It's just like it, it, do more than just that. It's like you'll you'll pick up a bigger audience if you talk about other shit besides sneakers, or at least make the sneaker talk more interesting. Yeah. That's the point that we goofed off. <laughs> right. That should be that should be yeah. it. Well, before we wrap up, you know, I bet we wanted to start doing uh, some lists every once in a while. So we gonna kick it off with uh, our top five favorite rap and hip hop albums from 2022. So shall I do the honors first, or do you want to go? first but before you do go i will say the greatest album of 22 drake and 21 savage <laughs> nah i'm just messing with you that no not 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 even that wasn't even in my top five honestly <laughs> I, i'm gonna keep it a with you i actually have not heard it, it it's fully it, like i'm only hearing like three songs it wasn't horrible like i didn't even really care to listen to it until i started seeing all of these tiktok well, I mean, the, the 21 can you do something for me i was like oh my god i was like i i gotta listen to the rest of it now well cra- crazy enough like everybody hated on honestly never mind but the problem is like most of the people that hated on that album or ep i, I consider it like it just showed me i'm like you never left america and i can see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, if you really listen to it, I'm like, bro, like that's what you know a lot of countries listen to. <laughs> like those beats. Yeah. And I said, like, honestly, if it wasn't like if Drake wasn't singing over the beats, I might actually like it more because some of the beats were going kind of hard. Yeah, it, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, but production wise. It was mid overall. Yeah, let me go ahead and start this off. We'll, we'll go, uh, you know, five to one. Okay. So I, I didn't really put mine in any particular order. But. My, mine's actually in a particularity. Okay. So at number five, I have uh, Joey Badass 2000. You know, I felt it was arguably the best way he could uh, make a sequel to 1999. Oh, yeah, and I mean, oh, overall, that album was just phenomenal. It was pretty good. I, Everything I, I, from, you know, lyrics, production, you know. Not bad, not yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, so that that definitely was a good one for me. And, and keep in mind, this was self-made, because there were a couple albums I'm like, man, like, I could easily switch out this one for that one. But, yeah, you know, 2000 at number five, I feel pretty confident with. Uh, number four, this going to come as a shock to, to you and probably some of y'all, because some of y'all like to play my scam music. Um, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future, Denzel Curry. Oh, yeah, I knew that was coming up. <laughs> that was one of my honorable mentions. So, why why, why is it not higher? Um, arguably because my top three, I just listened to them a lot more. Overall, though, uh, you know, the Denzel album, definitely, uh, he, I always tell y'all, he, he's a guy that I feel does not get enough credit for 
how good he actually is. And I mean, this album, he really wanted to show everybody his his pen work. Yeah. I think he excelled at that. Yeah, it was a good album. I, I liked it. Yeah, and on top of that, uh, the deluxe where he does, you know, the uh, kind of Tiny Desk uh, t- style um, performances with some of the songs, like that, that definitely added on to it. Yeah, but overall, though, yeah, that was a dope album, though. I liked it. I did. Yeah. Um, number three, The Forever Story, J.I.D. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that, that J.I.D. gets so good. Yeah. 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 I mean, do I really need to just explain that? Like, I kind of just know. Yeah, you kind of just know. I, I mean, hey, I know. Almost surpassed J. Cole with that album. <laughs> he he caught up to it. He caught up to it. That's, that's, that's a big one right there. He, he yeah. caught up to him. Surpassed though? Like, it, I know. Like, surpassed, I was reaching. I will admit that. Caught up? Well, that, that, was, a, that was a stretch for me. Oh, yeah. That was a beat when it Oh, yeah. Stretch. I was definitely reaching. You was way but then I, I did retract my statement. I said he has at least well, I, mean, I believe that he is, but he never was like too far off, far off of me. Because I, I still argue, I think if we're talking like just overall skill, I think he's better. If we're talking overall skill and just rapping, I think he's better. That's debatable. That that is that that's is, fair. That's debatable. That's fair. I'll give him that. He yeah, he but he, he can hold his own. Like he's a little more versatile in certain aspects. Yeah. But he can he can definitely hold his own. I'll give him yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Like, I've always said, he's the perfect blend of Kendrick and Cole put together. He definitely has the keys to Kendrick now. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, Soul Sold Separately, Freddie Gibbs. I don't know if you've heard it. I will say I just hate that him uh, being uh, beefing. That's interesting. Like, exactly, because I was like, sometimes like, is that beef really real? Like, like is this a publicity thing? Exactly. Sometimes it feels like, but also it's what tells me I'm like, it's a shame that these niggas are as old as they are, and they're beefing like they're in high school, because like they're they're basically like internet beefing. I'm like, this is why old niggas don't need to beef on. <laughs> now don't get twisted. Like the shots they were taking were kind of funny. Like I think he po- I think he posted a picture of Benny the Butcher uh, with a messed up haircut and told the barber's coming, nigga. It might, it might be a, it might all be like a troll. Exactly, that's really all it is. But bro, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. To to all y'all old dudes trying to beef on the internet, um, leave that for. My number one, um, you want to take a guess? <laughs> I feel like there's one you really want to take.
say that you see my real thing, <laughs> but it's not it. <laughs> oh, of course, it, it's not mixing it around the big statues like Ken did. No, I knew it wasn't that. Oh. I wasn't that. And, and you know, l- let me just say this real I quick. Think that would have been like maybe number four, number three. Yeah, number you know, let let me touch on that real quick. That album is definitely top ten. It's just in the lower half <laughs> because the replay value is trash. And I know Tim's going to freak out when he hears that. Oh, but, yeah, Farrakhan. Uh, Tim, I, I'm more of a Kendrick stand than you are. So, uh, you know, slow down, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, was one, it was one of my honorable mentions. Like, it's cool, but it's just like going back to it, it's like I started realizing, like, you know, like, there's a lot of, like, on here or like diss reasons I don't want to hear like we cry together I don't want to hear that (laughs) and it's definitely not an album for um it's a very mature album I I always tell people it's basically his version of 444 um but yeah that replay value wise that album just is not good like it's good like the first couple times you hear I mean, I, 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 to me, I just think it just depends on what mood you're in. That too, that too. You know, it's like... If like, that, I can't be in like, a car listening to that, because, like, it's just not going to do it for me. I mean, if you're feeling, like, introspective at that moment. Yeah. Like, you sitting down just chilling at home, you know. If you're trying to be amped up, yeah, or you're trying to listen to something to get you going, that's not that There's probably only, like, one, two songs that'll actually do that. If you want to limit listening to Kendrick to get you going, just just go ahead and put on that Get You Alone CD. Yeah. Either that or, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, honestly, you could say any of his first couple of albums. Yeah. Um, but my number one, Herbert, Absol. I knew it. <laughs> I, I wanted to say that one, but I was just like, I don't know if that's right. What were you thinking? <laughs> the Absol album. Like, what album like, were you thinking other than that one? Like, if it wasn't for Kendrick's star power, like, I fully believe Absol is the best member of Black Tissue. Like, if we're talking, like, just overall, like, you know, song making, writing, like... He's, he's in a similar position as uh, J.I.D. and J. Cole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the same thing. It's just, like, they're both, like, right there. Exactly. The and, you know, like... I've always been excited for every project he drops, whether it's just a single or, like, an EP. Um, yeah, like, Herbert... Herbert was, was good. I, yeah, like, I downloaded it and listened to it. Or not downloaded it. I listened to it on my, uh, my YouTube music. And, um, I, I, I liked it. it. It's definitely, it's in my top five. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, it's to me, that's album of the year, but um, I doubt they're going to link it in with 2022 because it came out so late, and I forget what the cutoff is. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so uh, it probably won't get the recognition it really deserves, you know, outside of, like, hip-hop heads, but, nah, like, definitely, I, 
he, because even I texted you and Tim, like, bro, like, he literally put his name in the hat for how much he cares. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't fuck with the Lupe Fiasco. Uh, he, uh, it was okay, but it didn't. I, I do still need to hear it. Problem is, I'm kind of going back and listening to a lot of stuff. Uh, because I do the hip hop podcast, um, it, it's kind of, I kind of get in my phases where I get tired of listening to music because I have to study it, it for that podcast. So I get to points where I'm kind of tired of listening to music or it's like, I get tired of listening to hip hop rap specifically. So I'll jump to something else. So that's typically why I miss a lot of albums and I have to go back and listen to them. Because I'm just now listening to that Pusha T album. I, I have that in my top five. Yeah, you know, let, let's get to top five. I, I like the Pusha T album very, very good. Yeah. What else you got? Yeah, Pusha T. Uh, it's almost gone. Um, now, is that biased? Because, you know, I had that in here. Um, <laughs> like I said earlier, the, the Freddie Green Soul Soul Sessions. I got the Astro. Mm. Um, nice. What kind of style you play the Astro? Of course, I got my man Nas King of the Gang 3. Gotta <sighs> have that in there. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Bro, I was. Kind of disappointed. I liked it. I, so here's here's my good. thing. Was it better than the first two? No, but I mean, I yeah, like for what it is, it's cool. But it's like problem is like he tried to do the whole no features thing. I'm sorry, he needs features. Uh, On I, some of those songs, like it could have used the features. Some sure. Yeah, yeah. like it sadly like. Nas is one of those rappers, it's like, you really have to, like, be in the lyricism and storytelling to really just sit there and listen to him only on that. Well, see, that's, I guess that's the reason that I like Yeah, yeah, that, that's I, fair. I, that's like, the type of rap Yeah, because most of the like, time I could do it, but it's like, for some odd reason, I think it's just, like, because he was coming off King Disease 1 and 2. I was already the like bar dead. was set high. Yeah, like because I think Kings of these two is the best out of the three. Yeah, that's tough. I, hey, that's fair, but the, the first two were like right there. I'm telling you, the I, third one is not as good as the yeah, first two. Like, the first two though was two. Yeah, that's, two that's, that's to me tough. is the best one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough choice. Yeah. No, but I mean, it, it's not a bad pick, honestly. For top five, it's definitely not. I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I'm just saying it's almost a shock to hear it. <laughs> what did this? I would put that in there. It, well, I'm not saying it. Well, it's not shocking that you put it in there. It's just a shock to hear it in general. Okay. Yeah, because I, I know how much of a Nas fan you are. So it's like I'm not shocked to hear it from you. Well, what that was the third, right? No, that was fourth. So I'm like the Lupe. I would say that Lupe fiasco, that drill music in Zion was it was it was cool because it was like you still get that same like what you get from him, 
but it was like a little different. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's not. It's this is alright. Well, I mean, maybe enough. Especially now too that you got the younger generation now, like they don't even know how good like anything actually is. Cause like yeah, they need to I try to gear to look at it. Like, like I that. tried telling the kid like. Because he tried to tell me, well, Dirk is the best rapper to ever come out of Chicago. And I'm like, have you heard anything Fiasco? So, wait, wait, wait. So, hold up. I know. Lil Dirk? Exactly. So, he's better than Kanye? Well, Ka- Kanye, it, it, like, I was talking in terms of lyrics. Kanye, he, I wouldn't even put up there for lyrics. He's better than Common? Oh, God, no. Really? I mean, come on. Like, like if I had to talk so about, Lu- like. Lupe and Common is. Easy too, right? That's here. like almost the gold standard right. for Chicago lyrics. I'm just like out of Chicago, I'm like I take Lupe or Common almost over anybody. Exactly. I mean, you could even throw Twister in there. I'm just like you. I mean, come on, dog. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I say, most of us can't even understand what Twister's saying for real, for real. Put uh, 
young Wesley Davis on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I had to play, like, start playing the uh, Prime album. Because yeah, because I don't know how the hell you don't know about the Prime album. Those are, like, current albums. They're, they've been, like, the last, what, the last three years that they've been out, maybe? Mm-hmm, roughly. Yeah, yeah like, like they're three to five, roughly. They're, like, they're fairly current. Exactly. And I'm like, how would you not know about but, this? But this is the point I was getting this is why I had to stop arguing music with people because you get people that listen to music and you get people that just hear it. There's a big difference. Yeah, that's true. Or it's like you have people that only listen to one genre and those are people I don't I refuse to argue with you. It's like how are you gonna tell me something is good but you only listen to one genre of music? Or it's like Hey, you get people, man, I, like that stand these rappers. I'm like, oh, have you heard this verse? What, what verse? Oh, on this song. Oh, I'm not listening to that. That's a rock song. I'm like, but I thought you were a stand. I mean, I, <laughs> I listen to a bunch of different types of music. Oh yeah. So I'm like, man. I mean, it's easy to, it's easy for shit to fall in the cracks when you listen to so much music. It's just kind of like, oh, facts, facts. You know what? Go re-listen to the first one, and then do that one. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be the first one. I know, but it's just, it's been a long time since I heard the first one, so I don't even remember it. <laughs> that first one got like, what, 20, that came out, what, 24 years ago? 22 years ago? Well, yeah, it, it was nice to see, uh, you know, I'm not calling him out too bad. Most deaf, <laughs> I don't call him out too bad. <laughs> I don't call him out. <laughs> that was still so stupid to me, like, no. bro. But it it was nice to hear him on a Jizz album. It was nice to hear him on that. Yeah, yeah. And um, Talib Kweli. Uh, they still, they still got it though. Uh-huh. They, they can still, they can still rap. Uh, I forget what the album was that he just recently put out, like a couple years ago. I still listen to that album. Who most Jeff? Uh, no, uh, Talib Kweli. Oh yeah. I know, but it, it's like it's it was, like it was pretty right. good, though. I was bummed too, bro. Uh, I didn't get to go see your boy, um, you know, fellow BZ Cat Odyssey when he was out here. On that note, he's out here. Uh, <laughs> uh, my birthday weekend, and I was gonna go see him, but I totally forgot. Like, what do you know about Wu-Tang? I love it, bro. 
and she was like, you mean I know about this and that and this and this and that? And this. I'm just like, oh, okay, Miss 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 Morris. Like, <laughs> okay, she know a little something-something. I mean, she, but y'all, y'all have never seen her naked before. She does not look like the type of chick that you can We're going to get her on the podcast sooner or later. You know, it do be funny though, cause like most queen. most older cats, like your age and older, be surprised. But like I be know, like all the old school rap and hip hop, like I'm like, why are you so surprised? I'm like, man, you don't you don't know no Wu Tang. I'm like, because you're young, bro. Like, usually, cats in your age bracket is listening to like Lil Dirt and like, Snaps up on the grab and had to be inspected decks on the war path. I'm like, bro, come on now. It's like most people your age don't even like, know who inspected. I smoked on them like like smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raise him with the flavor. <laughs> like, come on, bro. They don't they don't know nothing about none of that. Hey, look, all I know is for, for you old heads out, you better put some respect on my name. Well, crazy enough, I got shocked when uh, Cream came on at work one time. All the young kids were just looking at me crazy because, like, over here, cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. They were, like, looking at me crazy. I'm like, y'all know this song, right? They're like, no. I'm like, were they white? Like, bro, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't even ask that question. It, it doesn't matter that they were white, dog. If you don't know that, no, if you don't know that song, something is wrong even, with even you. Even when I was coming up, there was white people who didn't know that song. <laughs> bro, if something is wrong with you. And that shit was on the radio back then. Because when that shit came out, I was, what, seven? Yeah, you don't know that song. Shit, I, I mean, my uncle was big on Wu-Tang, so it's like I knew everything about all of the members of the Wu-Tang from the 36 Chambers album to all of their solo albums hey, hey, look. Uh, and everything. So, let me, so let me ask you this. What's the hardest verse any Wu-Tang member ever spit? Like on a boom song? Any song. Oh man, if you're talking about even some of what their solo projects do, like, ooh, that's tough. Oh, there's only one. And we we know this. I mean, obviously the the triumph verse. Exactly. As as far as a <laughs> song, but I mean they they have some some ill shit on their solo projects too though. Cause you gotta think about it, every member has had multiple solo projects. Oh yeah, well, except for Inspector Deck. Which he got robbed. Like I'll be the first. That's my favorite member. He got robbed, bro. He, he should have had more than one. 
Yeah, I thought you like the fact that he made them rewrite their verses after his verse on fire. It's so crazy. His solo album was actually good. Exactly. Like I liked it. Oh yeah, like I still bump it. And then you had uh Oh yeah, uh, liquid storage. Yeah, and, uh, the beat, the beat for sacred. Yeah, well, didn't I, he have another one? I think so. Was it called like something with like chess, chess boxing or something like? I can't remember. I think he did have one more, but the first two were the only ones. Yeah, that were, like, well, it's like it's you know, crazy now. Like one of my favorite verses from Sacred Back is actually uh, on a. Above the clouds by Game Star. Ah, yeah. Yeah, the way. I leave scientists, missing star, triple echelon, wildlife, rock star, keep masked on. <laughs> like, right. Game, Game Star is another group that doesn't really get a lot Oh, of yeah, they don't get they the respect they deserve, yeah. I, I used to love Game Star. Hey, we're, me and my homies were having a discussion on um, greatest duos, and I had said Game Star. This nigga started chuckling. Nigga, I almost lost. I almost reached through the mic and smacked this dude. Like the best of all time? Like I said, they're one of the best. Oh, one of the best. Yeah, not the best. I, I wouldn't dare say that because I'd have to throw that to Outcast. But even that's an argument. Outcast is in my top, like top three. Well, who would you say is number one? My favorite personally? Mob Deep. Is that your objective one? That is my favorite rap duo. No, not your favorite. Objective. Because that's subjective. Eh, I mean, what other rap group produced their own beats? That's fair. And rap and actually didn't have no, like, shit rap verses. Like, they were actually, like, good. I mean, who else did that? That's fair. You know, it's like Outkast didn't produce their own beats. That is fair. But Outkast was... But that's why I say they can be argued for. I mean, it's like... Honestly, I think it really... It's that whole what is your best beat. It's it's subjective because it just depends on where you come from. Well, music is sadly a subjective topic. Unless you start bringing in numbers. That's like if you're from the... I mean, Mob Deep had the numbers, though. Oh yeah, that's that's. I'm All just saying. Albums of no, I'm just saying in general. That's when I'm just saying in general. That's when that debate becomes objective. I mean, because you're bringing in factual points. It's like if you look at it from a whole, like I said. You know, oh yeah, like I said, I'm not arguing with Mob Deep. I'm just saying you could argue them or Outkast. Sure, and I—that's I, my only point. Oh no, most people, most people give it to Outkast. Oh yeah, and I was say Outkast is like, right? I would say Outkast is my number two. That's fair, because Outkast, I, I really fuck with Outkast too. But Outkast, like you could say, I mean, Outkast. If you listen to like more Southern rap, Outkast is gonna be your joint. Oh if man, if you don't listen to New York rap or East Coast yeah. rap. And then problem is too, like I'm so young, I forget three fifths isn't a duo. Oh no, like I I keep I keep forgetting it's a yeah. It's uh, which by the way, 
And rest in peace, James Cadu. Yeah, rest in peace, James Cadu. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, I mean, you could say what the ghetto boys. Mm-hmm. Well, it was three. Yeah, there were yeah, three, three of them. Yeah. Oh, UGK. Yeah, I'm say UGK. Um, I mean, yeah. It's 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 a lot that you could say. Well, you could technically say that Jay Z and Kanye. You you could argue it. I I personally wouldn't say that it were, but problem is uh, that album is gonna go down as one of the greatest collabs we've ever seen. That's what it was. It was a collab. That's fair. Album. That's fair. I don't. I wouldn't say it would be. A That's movie. fair. That's fair. Just like the Jay Z and R Kelly album. Oh wow! Like that was a great collab album. The first one, because they did two, but the first one was good. The first one was really good. Cause that shit dropped when I was in, I think, tenth grade, and they had the the um, was it the guilty until proven innocent that was like banging on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> that that I mean they had a they had that my favorite song on there was um I forget what the name of the song was I think it's um. Never personal, I think it was the name of it, or never personal. That was probably my favorite one. That was that never made the radio, but that was that was probably my favorite song on that one. But it was a, it was good <laughs> overall. Like the whole project was good. So I mean, it, I call it a collab though, not a they're not yeah, yeah. You right, you right. I reached again. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else you is like legit do. I mean, and you could say Paul Wall and Chameleon there. Like yep. they, they had a couple of bands. No, we we gonna save this debate for another episode. Oh, for yeah, we'll do yeah. that for sure. And but appreciate y'all for tuning in. You know, definitely always appreciate y'all for listening, man. And yeah, uh, if you like the list, you know, uh, we'll keep doing them. You know, because we definitely got a lot more things to debate. Oh yeah, we'll probably have to get master debater uh, Farrakhan. Farrakhan. Yeah, here's some of that nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until next time, though, y'all take it easy.